Welcome to this episode of Let's Chat. I'm your host, Chris Revel, coming at you from the Cat Cave in Providence, Rhode Island. Today's guest is Paul Allen, uh, someone I have known of for many years. I have used to see him play in a number of bands back in uh, New Jersey, usually open up for Folly, and then throughout the years just got to know each other and became friends, and he plays in a, he's played in a number of bands throughout the years or guested on tracks of bands I liked and um, if you listen to last week's episode with John Malio, I believe, John, I'm sorry if you're listening to this, I keep screwing up your last name, of uh, Dead Bars, we talk about um, how his old band came to play my college, Green Mountain College, uh, and Paul was in two of the bands of that particular night as well. So that's kind of where I uh, kind of got to know Paul even better, and then I've seen Paul at a number of shows since, and then you know we're Facebook friends, and we kept in contact, I asked him to come on, super cool, he said yes. Uh, so this episode is a little bit different because there's three songs, because Paul is currently in three bands, so there's no intro song, there's no like intro and then interview. Uh, after this intro, it will go right into the very first song by Control, which is one of Paul's bands, and at the end of the tr- uh, episode, there'll be a song by two other two other bands by Paul. I think the first one will be the lo- uh, it will go Hell Mary and then the Lies. Um, you should check out all of Paul's amazing music. Paul's a super talented dude. Uh, so you can check out Control on controlisaband.bandcamp.com, hellmary.bandcamp.com, and theliesnj.bandcamp.com. And, and it was really funny because there's been a song I've had stuck in my head for years. I'd always just remember the beginning of it, and I could never figure out what it was. And every, like, nine months six months i would just have this like little piece of like a song and i was like i wonder who wrote that so i tried to google it and i just kind of forgot about it and then literally today i uh start listening to some of the controls music and i find out it was a control song when i and it must be when they played my college that night like five or six years ago i don't know when i graduated college it was a long time ago so the first song up is that exact song uh, this is also a cool episode because, for the very first time ever, I can promote that I was on a podcast. I was a guest on Adrian and Atlas Have Issues. Um, it was super fun. Uh, we met on Twitter. Uh, you can check that out on Stitcher Radio or adrianatlaspodcast.com. Um, I really cannot wait to have him on our show. I got a lot of great episodes uh, already recorded. Got a couple really cool movie podcasts coming up. Uh, Someone who works in the film industry and a self-proclaimed fanboy. And look out for us in the new year because there's some, I don't know if it's the right word to use, but I'll call them names. uh, Things are are happening and it's really great. Uh, Check us out on the social media, facebook.com slash let's us chat. And my new favorite tool uh, on the Twitter, twitter.com slash let's us, no, twitter.com slash let's chat podcast. And that's been a great way to book guests that you could hear for free. Please go on Bandcamp, download some of those albums. I think they're free except Control. I think you can get some of the records for like a dollar or three dollars. Support local music, especially if you're in the New Jersey area. Go see one of Paul playing music. As he says, he likes to do it. He tries to play music every night of the week, and I think he comes pretty close. Oh. Um and do us uh do me a big favor uh subscribe to this episode on your phone or however you listen 
And if you really want to make me give me the best gift ever, write me a positive iTunes review. Uh, believe it or not, that really helps things out more than you can imagine. Well, thank you so much for listening. Here's your episode with Paul Allen. With the cry from behind, I am before like I did like one or two other ones and people who else have you been on um Brian Birdsey does one uh his old one uh he's got a new one I haven't been on uh, oh nice I forgot what his new one his new one's called Epic Dudes his old one was mixtapes for us uh oh you were on Epic Dudes no 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 I, I haven't been on that I was on okay. his old one mixtape mixtapes for us um then we just did one it was like a video podcast for, for the, this band Hot Pink Apocalypse and nice. Control did it um, but I don't know that they don't have a name for that. And then I just did other like random ones uh, that I don't really remember the names of. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's cool. I um, 
I don't, like, cause I saw John was on Epic Dude, so like I I listened to that one, and I'm like, I swear to God, I know one of those dudes. Like, not like well, but like I feel, he's one of the Folly kids. I used to always see yeah. at shows. I'm like, I'm staring at his picture. I'm like, I feel like I know you from somewhere. But oh, yeah, I listened there. to a couple. Him and Ronnie, they they were all they were all there. I think him, it's, it is him and Ronnie. And they they definitely um, they uh definitely were at those Folly shows. Yeah, yeah, which that's um. So uh, I yeah, because I listened to a couple of those. They're pretty cool. Um, I had John on here, which was uh, fucking a That's while awesome. back. It was a fucking blast. John's awesome. He's so he's super intelligent. <laughs> I sometimes I get like mad about how smart he is. Cause yeah. I don't think he knows how smart he is. Yeah. Well, it... I, I I'm doing um another one with them. Hopefully in December. We're just waiting. To, um, just for those ones, because like my wife's family lives around that area. Okay. So I was like, we could do Skype. I was like, yeah, I kind of want to hang out. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and then like uh, my good one of my good friends Amanda's engaged to Jeff, so I see Jeff like a fair amount. Cool. Like, not often because they live there. I'm out in Rhode Island. I so, think like, they're. I, I, I don't know. I didn't listen to the thing, but I don't know when you talked to him. But I think they're like active writing songs again. Like active. yeah, yeah. When I went, to, I I. I actually thought I was going to see you, but I went to one of those Long Island shows, but I think there's two of them. Uh-huh. And so I thought I was going to see a lot of people, but I think a lot of people went to the Sunday one. Some album. Oh, some wow. Script. I didn't know that much. That's cool. Well, they're kind of, like, they mentioned it, but I wasn't sure how. But I know they played some new shit. And when I actually interviewed John, he let me listen to some of the, one of the ska parts of their new songs. That's it was cool. fucking awesome. That's awesome. That's, those guys are great. They just like, yeah. uh, you know, no... They just play music because they want to do it. There's no, there's no, there's no, uh, what do I want to say? Like ulterior motive. Like, oh, no. it's genuine. It's as real as it gets. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's fucking great. Cause so I'll start from the beginning. Like that's basically how I met you. Is um, so I'm I I I do like little research, but mm-hmm. I actually remembered you before I met you. I always knew you. You were the guy from Fake Your Death. I remember <laughs> seeing you in Jersey a bunch. Does that take you back a little bit right there? Yeah, probably because we play with Folly, right? Yeah, yeah, because we would go down for, like, folly shows, and cause we'd, they'd always come to Connecticut, and then we'd always go down to Jersey with, like, our group of friends, and then, like, um, I worked at a camp in Warwick, New York, but it was on oh, the New Jersey awesome. border. Yeah, and then, War- like, Warwick's, so I, Warwick's one of my of, favorite towns. <laughs> oh, really? It, yeah. It's a beautiful town. Yeah. And so, like, I used to, all, everyone there was from New Jersey, and, they knew, and that's when I was starting to find punk rock and shit. And there yeah. was one kid there, my friend Josh, who... Uh, did you play in a band called Roger Klotz at one point? Uh, yeah. Sorry if I'm scared you. But I remember him telling me about that, like, way back when. I just, like, it hit me the other night. I think he, some, one of the campers, he's younger than me, but, like, grew up in that era, in that scene. So, and then, I don't remember, but, like, so I remember meeting you on all the Folly shows and all those, yeah. with all those kids. Do you even know how many bands you've been in by this point? Uh, I would only count the ones that recorded. Okay. So, I don't know, maybe I'll... I can make a little... It's probably like 10, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, because uh, I remember, like, you were playing in Captives and, like, Killed by yeah. the Bull for a while, too. Yeah. I mean, kind of towards the end of... Towards the end of Captives is when I joined Killed by the Bull. Yeah. And, uh, you guys recorded, but then not, nothing ever really went past that. Because that, that uh, you guys had Anthony from Folly in that one. In in Captives, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was... We, uh, we actually played a show... We played a show last year. Around, no, two years ago, around October, because Earth stood still. Do you know that? You remember them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot about that. They did band. a re- that was like our buddy band. They did a reunion, and then like we, so we did it too. And that's kind of Anthony. How, uh, no, Anthony wasn't in that. 
No. Uh, but Mike and Anthony were in bands in the past before. Um, oh, nice. But um, we did that. That's kind of how Hell Mary started. We did like a captors reunion. And then we like wrote new songs that weren't really anything like captors at all. So we're like, all right, let's start a new band. It's yeah. all different members, but that's kind of how it started. Oh, that's really cool. Now, is Control like your, your main band right now? Uh, Control's like my, like, that's my band with my best friends. I love that band. Uh, I, I don't, I don't really consider any of my bands like a side project or anything. Like, I, oh, that's cool. Uh, fortunately, but unfortunately, they, like, they don't, inter they don't interfere much with each other because they're all from different kind of like, quote unquote scenes, but, uh, you know, I, I like to do, I like to be, I want to play music every night of the week and that's like the only way I can do it right now. <laughs> so. Yeah. Wow. That's really fucking cool. Um. Yeah, cause you so you have that like that creative gene, cause like you you sing and you play drums and you play bass or guitar. Uh, I would say bass is my main thing. Um, I and then like I play drum. I actually played more shows doing drums than anything because I was in a duo, which is super easy being in a duo. It's 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 oh. awesome. You want to play a show? Yeah. All right. You want to go on tour? Yeah. Let's do it. Just but, two uh, people. Yeah. Uh, I just my cousin's in a duo right now oh, after so. her like big band like her. And, like, they can just do that, like, have lives and then do little tours here and there. Yeah, that, and that's kind of, like, where I'm at right now. You know, I, just, like, being able to do weekends and I, I have summers off, like, doing... I, I went on a little tour with my friend Ian over the summer to, down to Georgia and back, and that, that was, like, enough for me to be like, all right, this year wasn't a total waste. <laughs> that's really fucking... Oh, so you're, like, you're a good day job person, too? Uh, yeah, I teach. Uh, oh no fucking way! You too? Yeah, you teach? No, I mean I'm mean, I thinking uh, John. I, I, John was. Yeah. A teacher. You guys aren't in the same district, are uh, you? No, um, and he teaches high school. I teach uh, elementary. Oh my god, that's fucking awesome! So, so I like. Do any of the parents ever know who you are? No, no, they don't. It's uh, I teach like eighteen. I have eighteen students now. A special like resource room is what I teach. Oh wow, that's amazing! That's really cool. Um. But, like, a couple years ago, I, I, I guess I never really wanted to, like, I always want, music's my main passion, my main thing I like to do, but I never was, like, I'm going to try to make this a career. But I always wanted, it, it is my life, but it's not something I bank on to make money or anything. Because, like, I just, uh, I, 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 which is, I, I have a lot of friends that took the, the risk, and they're on tour full-time, and they're, yeah. they're just doing it. I just, there's never brave enough to take that risk, which kind of sucks, but it's kind of, it's kind of all right <laughs> at the same time because I can, I can still put out records and play. But yeah, well, I, I think I forgot. I don't know who made this quote, but it's someone famous. But they're like, they're. I really wish I could remember who said it. But there's always this thing. It's like, you could always just play music. Like it doesn't have to be your career. Like yeah. if you really love something, like, you know, like I love doing the podcast, but I know I'll never make a dime from it. Like I have yeah. a, a job, and I'm like, your passions can and your can just be your hobbies, and then you can yeah. just enjoy it. It keeps and it keeps me motivated to do it. Like. I love yeah. midweek midweek shows. Splitting up the week with a show like on a Wednesday, yeah, I don't. I love it. It makes the it makes the week go by faster because it gets you through Monday and Tuesday. You know. Yeah. Oh um, my God. Yeah. And, then, uh, and you got to go to Georgia, man. So are you yeah. have you toured the whole country at this point uh, in your life? No, nah, like uh, when I was in that duo, we did like a maybe a twenty five day East Coast Midwest tour, and then we flew oh, over man. to California and we did twelve dates on the West Coast, which is the best thing I've ever done with music ever. Um, did you? Was that recently? Uh, it's 2012. Okay. So I actually just recorded with um I forgot how you say his last name John. He plays in Dead Bars now. He was oh, in yeah. like Greenlight. I saw him over the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he told me that he I actually recorded with him like three days ago. That's awesome. 
And then he, I mentioned you, uh, you were coming on, and he's like, oh, I just saw him. Tell him I said hello. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, fucking, I, it's we, uh, crazy, right? I went to Portland, Oregon over the summer because uh, my friend Kevin, who was in control, he was in Kill by the Bull for a little bit, Captives. Like, I, he's my musical comrade since day one. Yeah. Um, he, he lives out there now. He's got a band, and they don't have a bass player, so I, like, I, I kind of made a, I, 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 like, I was like, I want to visit you. And then he, like, he's like, all right, you want me to book a show? And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, book a show. And I like, it was kind of cool because like we did all the hiking stuff and everything, you know, we did all the Portland stuff, but like amidst all that, we we, we had band practice <laughs> and we like, I learned like all their songs and I played bass for them for like a show. Oh, it was really, that's so great. Um, really I have awesome. cousins out there, like, and my cousin Sarah, she's older, but she's like, she's in, now she plays in this band called Hungry Ghost. Yeah. And uh, her husband is in the band Red Fang. Like, they're like pretty big, but not, they're bigger in Europe. Uh, Kevin actually showed me them. They're from that area. They're from that area. Yeah, they're from Portland. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Because like shortly after he moved there, he's like, check out this band with that video with the milk. Where they're like, yeah, yeah, it. yeah. That's my cousin Aaron. <laughs> That's awesome. So he, um, really cool guy too. Kind of similar to what you were just saying. Like same thing. Like working guy, doing the music because he loved it. Yeah. And then at like almost forty, the band takes off. So there's still yeah. hope. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, literally being, like, I think he was, like, a scientist or a biologist, something like that. Uh, and then, like, age, like, 38, 39, married with a kid, like, the band's like, hey, you're going to be a career, you, they had the opportunity to become career musicians. So, like, I think that's just cool that, like, it, there's always that chance. You just, you just never fucking know. Yeah. The girl that I used to play with, with the, in, the, in the band that I did, like, most of the touring, actually, definitely most of the touring that I've ever done, she, she plays solo now, which is, I would say that's even easier than playing in a duo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so she's been on tour pretty much full time. Wow. Since, which is, I mean, she quit her job and everything. That's like what she does. And I, I have a couple of friends that did that. My friend Keith Kenny does it too. And her, her name's Francie Moon. Like that's what she goes under. And okay. I just, I admire that so much just to be able to, to take that <laughs> risk, which I never, you know, I feel, I still live at home, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, well, my financially, like I just, I give those people credit. Cause like, if there's no guarantee it's going to happen. It's like, yeah. But I think to make it, like, there has to be that thing. You just got to be willing to throw it all out there. And I'm, yeah, yeah I just never had that in me. <laughs> I, I, I like health insurance and, like, yeah. well, I also don't play anything or have the opportunity, so I can't even speak to it. But, like, I don't know. It was never my lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's fucking cool. But you've always been in, like, good bands, too, though. Thanks, Steve. I always, I fucking, um, I know it's weird because dudes don't compliment each other, compliment each other, but ever since I've been doing the show, I call I did this like John and like my friend Dan. I'll like say nice things to them and they get all weirded out. But like, I fucking loved your singing voice, like your screaming voice. Uh, uh, you didn't? Have you heard? Have you heard my new band? No. Which uh, one now? Uh, it's called Hail Mary. That's the, no. That's the band I, I sing. Get on that. It's funny you say because I can't. I can't listen to the stuff I used to sing on. It's just too. It's mm-hmm. fuck. It's annoying. <laughs> like the voice is too high. I can't. Yeah, you have like a high pitched scream. It's not like that. I can't sing that high anymore. I don't know what no. happened. Which is good. I think it's good because I can. Um, yeah. You know, it was like a a, a a high yell, which I. Young American. It almost I, reminded me of a uh, comeback kid. That's cool. Actually, it's funny that that band was that turning around album, album was pivotal for me because I because when I was first playing in punk rock bands, I was like, all right, I, you know, I, I love bands like Pennywise, Bad Religion. I was like, we got to sing. We got to make this melodic, but I can't write. I'm a, I'm a rhythm guy. I'm not a melody guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's why I like, I bass and drums are like, that's what I, that's what I, I play guitar too, but not so much in the past couple of years. But, um, when I heard Combat Kid, I was like, all right, it's okay to yell. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, it's actually funny too, because the first music I've ever liked with screaming was actually Folly. 
No. So where did you come into Folly? Because are you guys from the same area? Like, are you, you're a Jersey kid, right? Uh, I am, yeah. We're from the same area, pretty much. Like, Sussex County, Morris County. Uh, Anthony used to live in our town. And I grew okay. up, I mean, the first local shows I was going to were Folly shows. And... So what were those early days? Was that, like... I, I only, because that's like, well, at least to me, because like, obviously I love that band. That's like yeah. the legend to hear about those old shows. So uh, like, but so you were talking, is that like the Firehouse I used to, and I've heard that place named off. Oh, like the, Wayne, a lot of the Wayne kids. Firehouse, yeah. The Wayne Firehouse. Yeah. yeah, that place was, that place was cool because there'd be like smaller local shows there. And then they'd have these big band, like big bands, of like Big Wig would play there. I remember oh, I saw them, I saw the movie Life there. Um, but bigger, like bigger pop punk bands, that, uh, I don't know, like the Ataris probably played there. Midtown. Midtown, yeah, Midtown played there. Catch twenty two. I was so into Catch twenty two in high school. I, that's kind of probably how I got into Folly because I used to like ska a lot. I still love ska. Yeah. I never lost my love for it, but yeah, I was, I I oh my god, I was same thing, obsessed with Catch twenty two. Yeah, like obsessed. I saw them I, a lot of times like, when they had that when they had that like blonde singer. You know, oh yeah yeah yeah. I saw them a lot during that period of time. <laughs> I had um found them because I downloaded this American Pie cover. On okay. Napster, and it said it was a band called Catch Twenty Two, and it was wrong. So I saw Catch Twenty Two's album at Fye at the mall, and then I didn't know, I didn't know what Scott was, and I turned it on, and I was just like, "Huh?" It was the live album. It's like oh, really? washed up and through the ringer. Okay, that song's on there, right? Which one? That they do have a, a that version of that song on there, though, don't they? I believe so. I, it's been a while. I, I dude, I have it too. It's like a neon neon cover. <laughs> yeah, it looks like washing detergent or yeah. something but uh and it, it's like it's an album and then there's like a bunch of live songs yeah i remember yeah. that yeah oh my god i think it was because one of those dudes goes off to start streetlight manifesto which i yeah. still love i love actually the first streetlight manifesto album i'm really into yeah i went to um years ago when they did their albums in their entirety in new york city uh, I saw them do everything with Numb in its entirety, wow. and at the Highline, and then they came out and then they did, um, oh my God, that Mr. Geppetto song. Hey, 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 Mr. Geppetto, do do do, and then like the crowd just fucking exploded. That's awesome. Oh, I love. There was a, did, you, did you hear Bandits of the Acoustic Revolution? Oh, I love them. They were <laughs> so great. I like that. I have I had some of their songs on my computer when I was in school. I know. I feel like I've lost so many computers and cell phones and CDs yeah. over the years. Like I feel like I just need to rebuild. I feel like I'm still listening to the same music from like ten years ago. Like I don't know what's like hip or new, same but here. I still love Catch. I I try to have conversations. This is people. I mean, same here. There's like I don't know, ten bands that I always go back to, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, and local bands. You know, my friends' music. But oh yeah, I mean, I'll still put on that first brand new album. Or the fucking first Finch album, and be like, I don't care, fuck it. The, uh, I really like. I never got into Brand New until that, until Devil and God, actually. That's kind of where I fell off. I don't know what happened to me, and I'm, I still love them, and I love. I remember actually, like a Thanksgiving weekend, I was with my friend Dan, uh, Dan Shields. I don't know. You might have. I know you guys have probably met somewhere, but he plays in like a local band in New Brunswick called the Raritan now. Okay, I've heard and of that. then um, so is and then he was with. I met some kid, he's in, uh, his name is Sean, he's in The Scandals, um, and then, like, the, his, Dan's wife and, and Sean's girlfriend, we were, like, all just talking, and then, like, they started, like, joking around and making fun of Dan's wife for liking Senses Fail, and I was like, you know, I, I, I still like Fences, I don't give a shit, still love them. I don't care what anyone says, Still Searching is such a sick fucking album. 
That did you ever hear that guy's hardcore band? Bayonet? Is that yeah, what it's called? Yeah, yeah Bayonet, yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like I uh, never... it was like pretty straightforward, just like I I don't know, is it melodic hardcore maybe? I, it was just good. It was like their gang vocals and stuff. <laughs> I never knew that Folly toured with them. With who senses fail? Yeah, Jeff told me that our friends uh, at our friends uh, mutual friend's thirtieth birthday, um, and you know Jeff's like a kind of a quiet guy, uh-huh. but so whenever I see him, I just like attack him and talk to him a ton because like we're friends, but like I, sometimes you have to like pull stuff out of him. Like that's fun, funny about all the Folly kit guys. Like they almost will never talk about that them actually being in the band. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. they gave them a couple. Like you give them like two or three beers and they start talking. <laughs> But then he was telling me that they toured with, like, Census Fail took them out when Census Fail started to blow up. Because oh, wow. I used to play all those local shows. Okay. Are you, are, they, are you, how old are you? Are we the same age? Uh, 29. I'm 30. So, yeah, yeah. so, and they're, like, a, maybe, like, a class a little, ahead of us. A couple, yeah, a couple, I think two years, maybe. Yeah. But uh, then Anthony was our age. I think he might be older than me, a little bit. A year yeah, older, I think. our birthdays are, like, a day apart. For some reason, I remember that. That's cool. So what was the local scene? Because I was grew up in Connecticut and so fucking jealous of your Jersey scene. I, how is it now, you asked? Well, I mean, like, growing up, when you grew oh, up in, was, like, I mean, the Jersey. It's, it's, the reason it's why, a legendary scene. It's the reason why I still play music today. Yeah, so, I mean. It's like, you, uh. Every band I fucking love came out of Long Island and New Jersey. Every fucking, every band. Came, basically, it comes down to now, it's like. They were either from, like, Southern California, had ties to SoCal, Chicago, and then, like, New Jersey and Long Island. That's awesome. I don't, I'm trying to think. I think I went to Long Island for a show once. Yeah. It might have been, like, Champion. I think I may have seen Champion. Oh, man. So <laughs> did, did you get to see, like, the early Thursday Saves the Day stuff? Or is no, that more New Brunswick? I, and I got into Saves the Day super late. I, I do like Saves the Day. Never really got into Thursday, but um, I got into Saves the Day super late, and I, and, and I like it a lot. I fucking I fell in love with the taking that first Taking Back Sunday album. I still listen to all the time. Cool. I never got into that either, but yeah. But so like, but you guys like northwestern New Jersey is that where it was? There was like a different thing going on up there because you guys it was a weird spot because it's New Jersey, but uh, it's like country and it's really beautiful and it's not yeah. the New Jersey that everyone thinks of. Yeah, we live in the woods. Yeah. It's like uh. I, to be honest with you, if I didn't, I mean, I, I go hiking a lot and stuff, but, like, if I didn't play in bands, I don't know what I would do with my time. Oh, yeah, there's, like, nothing out there. Is it, it might correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure, like, there's a sign when you enter Sussex County, it's, like, where nature and people live or something like that? I don't, well, you're probably right, I don't know, though. I, I live in Morris County, technically, but it's pretty much Sussex, but, I, so, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking crazy. So what? What? Um. What early shows? You must have seen some bands before they blew up out there. I'm trying to think. Uh, bands before they blew up. Uh, what bands are big? Uh, so- I don't know. What's popular now? What do the kids listen to? I can call. We can call them kids. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't even know to be honest. Um, it's funny. I I remember I remember seeing Catch though like a ton, like a ton, a ton, like. A lot of bands would play, get big, do good in New Jersey, and kind of tour out, do like weekends in Connecticut. Yeah. Remember those Sky's Dead tours they would do? That sounds familiar. Wait, what was the band from Connecticut that was like, it was like Folly with Horns, though? Uh, oh, they came later, maybe? I think it was the same time. Oh, are you thinking of the Flaming Tsunamis? Yeah, we played their house. You, 
Oh, uh, dude, I had Andy on from here recently. I don't, I don't remember any of the guys, but I just remember we played their house. There In New like, Haven, right? Yeah, there was a bus lot. They lived yep. right by a bus lot. It was pretty cool. Oh, that's so crazy. Yeah. They play in Connecticut together all the time. They, they were fucking... I just had Ant, the lead singer on. Um, hope I know we're actually doing something again. We're going to do like a whole episode about TFT. Um, yeah, they were great. Did you ever listen to like With Honor at all? That was like a big yeah. Connecticut hardcore band. I didn't even know they were from Connecticut, but I did listen to them. Uh, oh, yeah. We were, we, were, we were fucking proud of With Honor. That was like our baby. It's all, they, so came on the, they came on the other day, and me and the guitar player by one band were, were like singing along. Oh, that's great. But like, I felt kind of bad because I did that thing like everyone does. Like, they go to Victory Records, and then the label puts out a terrible album. I like that album. That album. He like kind of sings on it. Yeah, and it's like he couldn't sing. And Todd yeah. was more of a screamer. I don't. I don't know the guy. Is that the singer? The, yeah, yeah, that was the yeah. singer. I didn't know him personally, but he was like. I think they're a Christian. I don't know if their music was Christian, but I think he was a Christian. Okay. I don't know if I'm right about that, but I remember him being one of the nicest people I've ever met. But it was more of a, like, a, he would do, like, the like, kind of Stretch Armstrong, like, the sing talk. Yeah. I remember that album. It was cool. Yeah, I think I still listen. I, I'll, I'll have, I still have the uh, Revolution Transmission Stretch album. Yeah, I don't even know if I should be admitted to this, but I still love Blink-182. That's awesome. I, I don't listen to, like, a lot of the new stuff, but, like, uh, Cheshire Cat, I like. Yeah. But, like, Dude, Dude Ranch, to this day, is still... Yeah, I always it's good summer music. Yeah. Yes! Oh, my God. <laughs> Windows down, fucking a nice day, putting on some Dude Ranch. I like Enema uh, in the State, as well. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah, I loved Enema. I think I might have found Enema first and went backwards. I think that might make more sense. It's funny, because, uh... I liked Blink-182, I guess, in high school. I, I was always... It was always, for some reason, I liked Blink-182, but it was always harder for me to get into, like, the poppier sounding stuff. Yeah, you always, your, your bands, at least, you were in kind of more, of like, lead more for, like, hardcore? Is that the right, would you say? Uh, yeah, I suppose. They always had, like, uh, um, it not, I, guess, I don't know if music that much, but maybe they're more minor sounding than major. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Do you remember your first band ever? Yeah. What uh, was it? Yes, Winslow is called. <laughs> that's crazy. And there, I mean, that's the only band that I count that as the first band because we actually played a show or, or we played some shows. That's really crazy. But that's what became Fake Your Death. It was like the same people, pretty much. Oh, so were you the business guy or were you more of the like? Yeah, I was the asshole. Yeah, well, that's not the right word. Someone, hey, if you want to play a show, it's like someone's got to do the fucking heavy lifting. Yeah, the only thing that sinks about doing a band is you can only do as much as the person who wants to do the least. Oh, I never thought about that. So, do you, do you are you ever surprised to buy bands that like really just not musically, but even the Stone? But like, all right, senses fail. They've been together. They never broke up. They've been. I know they've gone through members, but like enough people in that band have like were committed. Like we're gonna do this for the rest of our our lives and actually fucking do it. Yeah, like that's awesome. so fucking. I I started this podcast with one other person. It was like a, a buddy of mine. Yeah. And he quit three months in. And I was, like, just thinking about it. I was, like, fuck, there's no travel at all that committed to this. And it's, like, very low cost. And I was, like, how the hell do you guys do it in bands? It's, yeah, that's why duos. That's why I was, I recommend the duo. <laughs> but it's, Yeah, it's, or solo. Uh, my one band that I was, that I play drums in now, uh, it was four people, but now it's down to two. And I don't know if we're going to get anyone else, because it's easier. I mean, <clears throat> nothing against the guys we were with. They were awesome, and they were, like, really yeah, yeah. part of the sound that we made, but... Like we had, we toured just the two of us because because we were the only ones who could do it. So we did it. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, let's just be honest. Working with people fucking sucks. Yeah, it does. That's why I, I'm not a singer-songwriter. But if I yeah. was, I'd, I'd probably, you know, play alone. I can't really do that, though. Yeah, <laughs> so you, you need people. Yeah. yeah. Even, like, trying to book the podcast, which is, like, a part-time, not even part-time, just something I do for my fun. It's, like, even when everyone's being nice, it's still a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you, you guys do it. you got to rely on someone else. Yeah, What's that? If you have one other person that, that's with you, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, someone to pick up the, the case. But then finding someone with an equal passion and will take pick up the responsibility, like, yeah, I, I give you band folk credit. I don't, and I don't, um, I, I just saw my cousin Sarah, who, she lives in Portland, but she was on like a little tour out here. And um, so I went out to lunch with her and her guitar player. And um, so they used to tour like Sleater Kenny all the fucking time. And so like just joking around with her, it's like, so why didn't your band like take off as much? And I was thinking it was just because they had like a, they were called Unwound. They were this kind of I don't know. Oh wait, she was I in was... a band called Unwound. Yeah. Oh wait, I might be thinking of Unsound. Uh maybe I don't. Know. They're they're old. She's older. She's like they're in their forties. I've heard of both of them. Unsound is like not. They're like they're from like the nineties. Yeah, yeah. This is like a nineties band, but oh, they're okay. like noisy. I think would be the word. They broke up when I was in high school, so I like completely missed it. But like. I was like, so why didn't Unwound, like, take off? Like, just joking around with her, thinking... And she's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. She's like... Because later, Kenny, you know, obviously just fucking yeah. took over the world for that time frame. And she's like, she's like, you gotta want it, and you gotta fucking work hard, and there's a lot of luck. And she's like, oh, we couldn't get our shit together. Yeah. And I kind of laughed a little. I was like, oh, that's... It's just weird to think that, like, all that stuff happens. But you ever, like, hear those stories, like... Billy Joel ends up getting, like, robbed by his manager, or, like, blues guitar... Um, excuse me, so many blues musicians who die penniless. Yeah. And have, like, fame, and they just, like, sign bad contracts. And... Yeah. yeah. Wow. So you're doing the best of everything now, because you're not, like, making money off, going, I mean, hopefully you're making a couple bucks for yourself, but, like, you're not touring or anything, you're not signing contracts, you're like, I'll play when I want to play, and then no one, I don't have a manager, no one's stealing my oh, shit. Yeah. I don't think we ever, like, the bands that I'm in, we would never have a manager, I don't think. No, it, uh, but that's like giving away your money, unless. Yeah. Nah, but where, so where do you play now? Like, do you have anything coming up? Uh, Control's got a show at the Meat Locker coming up. Uh, that place, I see that online all the time. What is that? It sounds cool. It's a place under a restaurant in Montclair. It's a cool place. I mean, it's it's just a it's just a basement really, but it's uh under a restaurant. It's in Montclair. Yeah. It's like my in-laws live in Belleville. They're from, okay. actually, my wife's from Blo Bloomfield. So yeah, I love Montclair. It's yeah, beautiful. It's right down the street from Bloomfield Ave Cafe that used to be there. I've never been there, but I've always heard about it. Um, that place is cool. And then in, in New York City, there's this place called ABC No Rio. That place is also a really cool place to play. I've never been there, but I've, I've heard of that. Uh, did you play CBGBs ever? One time, yeah. Oh, man. What band? Uh, there's this band I played drums for called One for the Team. Dude, that must have been the fucking crazy experience. It's like the fucking CBGBs. Well, the funny part about that, it was, uh, I think I was a lot younger and I was kind of afraid to drive into the city. So we had like, that's back <laughs> when people like liked our bands. Mm -hmm. and we had like 20 people come with us on the subway with all our equipment. <laughs> no way. Yeah, it was really funny. Didn't you guys in control, didn't you do a thing where you like give rides to people who wanted to your show? Uh, well, when we had a van, when, when Mike and Michelle had a van, yeah. That was cool. Um, do you remember, I, me and John were talking about this, remember when you guys played my college? Yeah. That was fucking awesome. Wait a minute. Not with John, though. Uh, John, um, Malio? Is okay, yeah, yeah, with name? Red Light, Green Light, yeah. Yeah, Red Light, yeah, it was you, I remember what happened, because I was in, what was it, Cab, or whatever those things are called, 
and I was trying to book captives, and I think you guys broke up, and then I got this, like, thing from the person, she's like, well, um, Control and Killed by the Bill will play, who do you want to play, and I forgot what happened, and then I think you, it must have been whoever the business person is, like, well, and because, you know, you get, like, X amount of dollars, I think yeah. Control and Killed by the Bull were, like, we'll split the money in half and both play, I was like, yeah, yeah cool, that'd be That's great. Yeah, we all went up in the Control van. That was a fucking fun weekend. It was awesome. <laughs> and like I that actually was the was, highlight. that was like the most successful point of music for us. Because <laughs> college was paying a lot, and I like yeah. I might have lied like crazy and like made every band sound bigger so I can give them as much money as possible. Yeah, I remember that was awesome. But then like I remember we went to the hotel and we went to, we went to Denny's and then we just all hung out in the hotel. Yeah. With like uh, the Killed by the Bull dudes, like they were older and they had like kids, but like yeah, well so or just one right? No, no, they. They all had kids, and they all have kids still. <laughs> right, that, that's good. Uh, what's it, Justin? Is that Justin, his name? Yeah, and Jeffrey? Uh, Justin and Jeff, yeah. Jeff is in a band with Arbin now called Avoider. Oh, shit. Jeff's in that? With Brad, too, right? Yeah, Jeff plays bass, yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. Uh, They're still do- he was... They were Jeff's so... I, Jeff's Je- my, one of my favorite people. He, he's, he was such an interesting character, because he, like, old... Puck, Old, uh, older, well, now, you know, uh, whatever, but you know, punk rock guy, whatever. And I remember seeing you guys again at that fucking house party. And like, oh, yeah. He would like punch himself in the head and run in circles. Oh, that's Justin. That's not, that's, that's the singer, Justin. Oh, Justin. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. But he's doing this thing called Little Punk People now that's pretty big. What's his son, that? His son, have you seen this videos posted of like a, a little kid interviewing like Dillinger Escape Plan and uh, no. the guy from the Melvins, Dinosaur Jr.? It's, it's He's getting it's like blowing up. Is that his son? Yeah, his son's doing it. It's just no look, look up like way. look up Elliot interviews Ghost because he does or something like that, and you'll see them all. Oh, I definitely will. Um, I remember uh, he would, like punch himself in the head and like run in circles, and then off stage he'd be like, "Wow, that was a nice show. Thank you for coming out tonight, guys. That was wonderful." Yeah, just it's just so different. Um, my friend Dan brought that up too because that you uh, you played in Kill by the Bull that night. I mean, that was when Folly did mixtape. Yeah. Who was, whose house was that? Because, like, a bunch uh, of us went to the show Chris, at a house. What was his name? Chris, uh, Chris something and Joe, Joe Alaka, I think. The party okay. zone. The party zone. Chris White? Chris White, yeah, that was it. Oh, yeah, I remember that kid. I remember just going to this house and, like, I don't know why we were there. I don't know how I even ended up there. That place was like, cool. We, weird. We, we drove from Connecticut to go to that house party. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, we, well, we had a friend who lived in Hawthorne, so we would stay there. That's really close to there. So I don't know. I don't remember. I remember, like, we were talking about that recently. We were like, that was a weird night. Remember we went to the, And then, like, we got out of the basement. And there was a and weird, then, um, weird... the New Orleans band. Some weird, like, percussion thing happened outside, right? Yeah. yeah. And it was cool because it was, like, everyone... It was after Folly broke up, and it was, like, everyone I would see at Folly shows... At this one house party. I've ever seen Alex from Paulson there and like a bunch of like uh, Tommy Gunn and like all those people. And then being like, it was cool because when Polly, there was that like weird camaraderie of like, I would always see the same people. We'd always talk and always have a good time. And then when Polly broke up, it's like, this is over. Youth is over. And then that was like one of those shows. It's like, the band's getting back together. A lot of those guys still play. Like, we see, we control plays like acoustic with Tommy a lot. Oh, really? I, um, Actually, I was going to ask him on here because he was up in, with Providence, but I wasn't able to make it work. I I don't know. I I knew him a little. I don't know if he remembered me, but he was always a really cool dude. Yeah, he's super nice. We'd always talk about Spring Hill Jack. 
Spring Hill Jack. They were like a small band from Connecticut before my time that, um, the, tragically, their singer died. And then every member of that band went into another band that became very famous. So they became like kind of like a slapstick where they weren't big that big, but because like one dude went to the Boss Tones, one guy went to Real Big Fish, okay. one guy went to... Uh, can't remember, like, Lost City Angels, but they all, like, went to bands that became successful career bands, and then so they became that, like, Connecticut folklore legend. That's cool. And then, like, because, um, Hatebreed is from where, uh, my area, which I'm not really a fan of at all, but that's, they're pretty shitty. Um, that's crazy. So, what, so what, um, what were, like, your, what's your influences for your bands now? Uh, well, uh, that's a good question. Uh, well, the band I play drums in is easy because Ian writes most of the stuff, and then I'll do. You know, I always just put a punk flair on it with the way I play drums. Yeah, uh, but you know, I'm, I'm influenced by people I know really, like as far as like playing drums, like someone like Kelly who I, who's in Control now, uh, Kevin Croft who's not really he's playing guitar, but he, he's a good, awesome drummer. I don't, just people I see, I'll see something. Yeah, like, and then like, uh. And control. I don't. I don't know. It's a weird question. I think just the fact that I'm still doing it, and uh, yeah, that's great. So how long have you been playing music for now? Uh, probably like eleven or twelve years. Damn. So you started young. Uh, fourteen maybe. Fourteen. Holy shit. Maybe fourteen, twenty. Oh, maybe. I guess that's more than twelve. That's like fifteen years. I yeah. Uh, I'm not a, a math person by any means. Uh, like so, like from your youth. Do you have, like, a top five CDs, like, still keep in your rotation? Uh, Offspring Smash is probably why I play guitar. Which yeah? Because cool I, got, I got to see them play that over the summer. <laughs> I went to they, still, they have the drummer from Saves the Day now, don't they? Is that who that is? I think, I, did you see that documentary, The Other F Word? Yeah. Yeah, he was in it, and it's the guy from Offspring is on, like, 30, 40 bands. Is it's like, it Adam Willard? Is that the guy? I think you're, I think you're correct on that. But that that movie, man, that was like, unless you make it to become like Blink One Eighty Two, yeah, because it was showing the dude from Pennywise and how heartbreaking yeah. it was for him to leave his kids every fucking week. Yeah, he like, I think he he made that whole thing. It was his idea. It was a great documentary. Like, I really cool. got moved by that. The that part where you see the guy from like, oh god, is it U.S. bombs or whatever? Uh -huh. But the real the guy where his son died in a car accident and he's like crying and he's like such a tough motherfucker. You're like. <laughs> yeah, I pulled the heartstrings. Uh, which one's Smash? Is that the one with the kid swinging? No, it's it's like a, a, a skeleton. Is that before Pretty Fly for a White Guy? Yeah, a couple albums before. That's when Dexter had the dreads? Yeah, yeah that's it. I was, yeah. probably fourth, I was probably in fourth grade when I got that. Oh my god, so your parents are supportive of the punk rock life if they're giving you that stuff in fourth grade? I don't know, I don't think they get it, but... They don't care. <laughs> That's cool. I, somehow I bought it on my own. I don't remember how. Maybe I was like, I remember I had the tape. Oh my god, tapes! Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I I like the Offspring a lot. I remember being really in love with the Kids Aren't All Right. Yeah. That was a fucking was great really song. Into it, for, it was the first big concert I've ever gone to, too. Do you remember where it was? Uh, Roseland Ballroom. I've never been there. I don't think. I think it just shut down. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Isn't like, isn't like everything cool and old in New York disappearing? Yeah, dude, we, I can't, we, we play in New York a bunch, and it's, it's always kind of shitty. 
except for like ABC. ABC No Rio is awesome, and like we used to play in in the lofts in in Brooklyn on McKibben Street. Those shows, oh, wow. those shows are really cool. That's like a different kind. It's a different kind of a different scene, if you want to call it. Yeah. I know Anthony, last time I saw him, he said he lived in Brooklyn. But I don't think he said he was yeah. doing anything musical at the moment. Uh, isn't he doing Folly? Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Except Folly. <laughs> Wait, have you ever heard Anthony's stuff that he did on his own? I'll Kill the Man with the Ball? That, Is that what it's called? Well, there's that, and then there's this, there's these melodic like punk songs that sound like propaganda that he did. Wait, Hoover Flags? Am I correct? Oh, uh, that was different. That was like the Kid Dynamite-esque band. I remember him and Aguim did something yeah. to let me hear. He never put it out. It was called... I don't think it had a name, but he, he just did all the... He recorded guitar, bass, drums, and the, the songs were all awesome. Like It was like proper, like oh. newer propaganda, it sounded like. Yeah. I, he gets weirded out when you compliment him, but he's like a ridiculous musician. He is. I mean, all of those dudes were, but like him and Aguim were like at to a level of like... Even like people who were like really good at the music musicians would see those two, and you're like, holy shit! Like, yeah. fuck, dude, he was such a sick drummer. He's awesome. It's, it was disgusting. Uh, so you had Offspring, man. That's yeah. a that's that's definitely because there's definitely albums. I don't know if I still like them today, but there's definitely albums that you find at that right moment of your life yeah. that kind of transcend everything. Yeah, like Pet some Bad, Bad Religion, Suffer. So. Yeah. I like that one. Did you know they put out a Christmas album? Yeah, I listened to it the other day. Actually, I played that in my, for my students the other day. <laughs> <laughs> did they like it? Uh, a couple of them did. Uh, so they, were, they wanted to hear Christmas music. Is either that or did you ever hear the Home Alones? No, what's that? Look up the Home Alones on Bandcamp. It's like, uh, it's just songs about Home Alone, the movie, in the style of the Ramones. <laughs> But they have, they have some D, they have like some DD style songs, so it's like with that bratty voice too. Yeah. So are you? So is the New Jersey scene still like alive and well, or is it just more like old people playing music? Uh, I guess the one that we're in is the old people playing music, older people. Yeah. But uh, uh, there's a lot of good bands going on. But a couple of years, 2011, 2012, I felt like there was more of a sense of uh, of uh, community, I guess, for lack of a better term, but. Now everyone's still doing their thing, and like they, uh, there's that whole scene that uh, that Tommy's from, Tommy Gunn's from, like, books. Uh, you know that guy Craig? Uh, he sings for Damn This Desert Air. I know that name, but I don't know him. Like they, they, they're always running stuff. A lot of like acoustic stuff, but uh, yeah, there's stuff going on. It's just like I, I don't really know where my, where my place in it, it is right now, but. but Do you guys play New Brunswick at all? Uh, not for a, a while. We we did. My, my, the band I sing for played there a couple times. Control, I really want to play there. We play like the Core Tavern. Yeah, I went there recently. Um, it was cool. My friend, my friend Dan used to work there, and I, know, I think now he still hangs out there like all the time. But uh, that was um, that was a cool place. We just played there last month, and uh, we played upstairs. They had us upstairs. It was weird. Oh, I think I heard about that. And there's an upstairs there too. Yeah. I I wanted to go when they had Dance and Souls. I heard about that. We played uh, the we played the Sick of It All show they had there. You play with Sick of It All? Uh, Kim Wilder both like open for the the Sick of It All show they had. Did you get to meet those dudes? Uh, I didn't, but I'm sure I could have. Yeah. But I didn't like. I don't know who they are. So. Yeah, they're fucking New York hardcore man. I, mean, I saw them like when they played. How old are they? Uh, they gotta be like fifty. Yeah, probably. Fuck man, I wonder if they, how that works if like, you know what? Uh, speaking of like old hardcore bands, I remember like hearing Mad Ball for the first time. 
Huh. And it was more of like rap than anything to me. Yeah. And then seeing them and be like, ugh. I never got into Madball. No, me neither. Like, I wasn't really into hardcore. Like, I went, because Connecticut had a big hardcore scene. And I really liked punk. I really liked ska. And like emo and screamo. And I yeah. liked a couple hardcore bands. But like, I would go to hardcore shows and just be like, this is not for me. We played a really good hardcore show last night uh, with uh, this band, Hollow Earth. It was awesome. They were like, they're super dark, almost metallic. Oh, no, where, where was that? Uh, the, the Clash Bar. I've heard that name. Where's that? Clifton. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. I'm, dude, next time, because I'm always down there, I'm going to keep my eyes open and see if you're playing, because my, my in-laws are there, so we always go down. I'm always like, let's go to New Jersey. Yeah. I like Clifton a lot. Yeah. There's that. Well, I don't know what else is in Clifton, but... Oh, the ding... Oh, is it ding... Not ding bat. Is it ding bat? Yeah. Ding bats. Well, there's uh, Zinburger, which is, like, my favorite burger spot in Jersey whenever we're there. Awesome. <laughs> it's so good. Like, I, um, we... I went to Italy, and then we came back, and That's then we awesome. stayed in Jersey for, like, two days. And, like, so, like, that day before I had to come back to Rhode Island, like, the, it was, like... Went to Clifton, went to like Borders, went to got lunch at Zen Burgers, and then went to see Big Hero Six. And I was like, New Jersey's treating me all right. That's awesome. So I, I just got over a cold myself. I've been having allergies all month. Yo, it's been a bad month for that shit. I hate it. When the weather changes, I get all sorts of fucked up. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, actually, I guess I'll. All right, I'm going on two months now. Like I'm fine. Yeah, I, I feel totally fine except I'm tired and. Can't stop sneezing. Oh my god, that sucks. That really sucks. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, that's how. Well. It's random though. It's not all day. Yeah, we'll help you feel better. That, that sucks. Um, I was all nervous yeah. last night because uh, my voice was shot. And, oh no! And we were playing a show, but uh, it was fine. Did someone break their nose or something? No, <laughs> no. We had the, we did like a video. Uh, I guess is it called a video podcast? Not a. Yeah, video live thing at my house. Like live stream? Uh, yeah, we had like two bands playing, and uh, we were just laughing. Well, the first time, Mike, the singer of Control, was being really funny. Uh, he was like singing along to the B-52s and the ICP and stuff. And we, <laughs> and we were just laughing so hard, and I hit my friend in the head, and I got a bloody nose. And then like a half hour, an hour later, he just he just laughed himself to a bloody nose. Not, nothing, nothing even touched him. Oh, oh, that's actually pretty great. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty funny. We both had bloody nose. And, like, it was funny. It was, like, because it was, like, we don't really know this band. They wanted to do this thing, and I was, like, all right, cool. So they, it was probably pretty intense. <laughs> Have you ever, like, um, toured or done, like, extensive shows with, and, like, loathe the band that you're with? Not your band, but the other band? It don't say who if you did. Uh, not at all. Because uh, all the long tours that we did. Actually, the two big tours I did were, were with the same band. Different lineups, like they had a West Coast lineup and an East Coast lineup. The girl yeah. Christia, do you know Christia? She was in a band called Exit She Calls. No. Dead Ringer, you might like. It's like Dead Ringer was like a straightforward pop punk band, like oh, kind of like a fa- like a fast like kind of like Oscar, but with like like a woman singing. Oh, and, uh, oh wow, that does sound pretty great. A uh, little bit, little pop, dude. Oscar is, I love Oscar, <laughs> uh, and Exit She Calls is more like a post hardcore They control kind of. Yeah. And, uh, so we toured me and Melissa. Who, our band was called Melissa and Paul. We toured the East Coast with them. Oh, I remember. I remember seeing. It must have been like MySpace boy back when. Uh, Am I thinking that? But I remember seeing Melissa and Paul. Is that the same person from Control? Is that the same girl? No, no. That's uh, 
but most of it does Francie Moon now. That we weren't on MySpace. Oh, okay. so it was this is like two, 2011, 2012, but we never got sick of them or anything. It was just fun. I, I would love to tour with them again. They're doing. Oh, a new, nice. They have a new band called. I have to look it up. <laughs> That's cool. So I think you must have so many names in your head. Something I totally with knife. Something with knife. I think knife. Knife the glitter. <laughs> remember that band? I do knife. Uh, let me see. Long knife, not long knives. Oh, that's a cool name. Oh, um, I was just thinking you pl- you sang on a folly track. Yeah, on the last EP. Which song did you sing on? Uh, Anderson, Indiana. Yeah, that was like the good one. Well, I mean they're all good. <laughs> I like that. But, uh, the song that they would play live because I remember I remember you uh you jumped up and sang uh at the school rock show. Yeah, that was fun. That was fucking. That was awesome. I remember, I remember being in the red light, green light van, driving to the hotel after that show, and they put that song on, and then they're like, oh yeah, there's Paul's part. I was like, what the fuck? To, I wish I d- didn't sound like I did, though, on that track. No. Uh, yeah, I, didn't, I was really nervous when we were recording that, and like John's words were like tongue twisters. <laughs> I Dude, I, I don't know how he does, I've read their lyrics, and then I listen to the song, I'm like, you're not saying that. <laughs> you are not saying that. You're lying to everybody, but no, that's crazy. Oh man, that's how many you guys. I I lost my train John, of thought. John did vocals on a on a captive song too. Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember that. Did you? You guys were in a magazine. You were in uh, Revolver. What? Or something? What, what, what do captives? You got a little press. Did we? I remember seeing <laughs> you guys in Revolver or AP or some shit. That's cool. I didn't know that. Maybe I didn't. Oh. I forgot. Like, yeah, no, I wish I could find it, but it was like. Yeah, yeah, I remember because probably because it was like because of the, you know, Cactus was really good too. I wish you guys did a little more. It's uh, the guy that was gonna put our stuff out. He put the Earth Still stuff out too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was like, dude, don't even bother. I can't get these guys to do anything. So same thing you said before. You can it's, you can only do as much as the person yeah. who wants to do the least. I didn't want him to waste any money on us, so we ended up putting up our album for free, which was fine. Is that still out? Like I think I used to have that. You can get it on band. It's all I put it. Up, I put it. I put most of the stuff on Bandcamp. All I think all of it actually. I'm gonna go find all that shit. So uh, what's like? So what's next for Control? Like you guys, you guys took a break, right? Like I'm not yeah. wrong in thinking that. Yeah, we did a band called Atlas in between. Um, okay. What happened was I was playing with Melissa a lot, and we played a lot. I mean, I, saw, I played, I think 200 shows with her in two years, which is the most I've ever played with anybody. And, wow. Um, and so I wasn't I wasn't around a lot, and then Control disbanded not because of that, but because Kevin moved to uh, Portland. Mm-hmm. So they started a band called Atlas, and, like, I wasn't in that in the beginning. And then, like, Mike called me one day. It's kind of towards the end of Melissa and Paul. I would have said yes no matter what, but he's like, do you want to do this band Atlas? Our bass player's not working out. So, I, of course, if Mike and Michelle ask me to do a band, I'm not going to say no. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I said yes. And we did Atlas, which is similar to Control, but it was a lot darker. A lot The songs were a lot longer, a lot a lot more going on because we had three guitar players. Uh, I can s- send you that, too. We had, we had an EP we did. Cool, yeah, Control just recorded... Uh, we did four songs for we're doing a split ten inch with this band called Entia, uh, which is nothing like us, but they're good friends of ours and they they're, they're fucking awesome. But um, oh that's cool. We're, we uh, I'm really psyched. The songs came out really awesome. It was, it was like it was my first not my first time, but the, we Mike and Michelle like to record at this place called Portrait Recording Studios, which did like early November and bands like that. Oh wow! And uh, last time we just got to mix there because we couldn't afford it because there's yeah. more time, but. This time we got to record and track everything there, and then we were 
I'm just really happy with how it came out. The drums sound exactly how I always wanted drums to sound. <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome. Uh, now, were you doing something called Bedside Manor for a while? Or that just yeah, popped in my head. Me and Mike do that now. Um, now, what is that? Do you want to tell, if, if someone's listening, like, explain what that is? I guess it's a label. We used to, I mean, the best thing that we did was we did, like, this documentary up in, in um, Canada, Harry, New York. I could send you a link to that. We did, like, we had, like, 13. Oh, absolutely. We had, my neighbor owns a church, and my neighbor is super cool. And he, he let me go up there for a weekend with 12 bands, or 13 bands, and we we just documented the whole thing and had them all play. We had, there's you can download the sets from every band, and then we picked one song from each in, like, interviews, and that's all part of this documentary. Uh, oh, my God, that sounds awesome. Canada Harry, New York is, like, the, the only thing they're known for is, it's, like, the only town that has a, a, a cone light or something. I forgot what it's called. It's, like, a stoplight, but it's on a cone, and it's on the ground, it's not in the air. Oh, wow, so that's, that's like nuts. A, but, like, and then we did, it was cool. I want to do it again. But like I said, at that time, I really felt like we were part of, like, a cool, there was a cool thing going on. Like, everyone was supporting each other. Um, but I would like to do it again, but I, you know, I got to feel that, you know. So, man, you always had that, like, love and, like, just music and art has always just been your thing? Yeah. That's fucking great. Are your parents artsy people? No, nah, they, don't, they don't really get it. No. <laughs> so you like the black sheep? Yeah, no matter what. No matter where we play, when we play, uh, the only question they ever care about is, it, is do you get paid? Yeah. <laughs> so one time I just told them, this is soon that we're never getting paid. It's just, you know, it's just for fun, Mom. That's cool. Um, it's always interesting to think like how, like, anyone in, in that, the arts, how their family reacts. Yeah. Just, it's just funny to I think. I mean, they support me because they let me live here, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's really great. Yeah. That's, You're still, are you still so in Jersey? I'll never complain about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I guess we're doing that ten inch. I said that earlier. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so that was great. Did anything I miss? Like, I don't know if there's anything you want to touch upon, but like, we're hitting up the hour, and it's yeah. fucking great. Uh, I, it, where I'm at with music now is I just really want to record a lot. I was I'm all about playing, yeah. but it, it becomes such a hassle and like a lot of a lot of kind of letdowns. Uh, but then I realized like the the playing is cool for the experience, but like the stuff that's gonna be there. This just sounds dramatic and cheesy as anything, but no, I, I like, agree. With like, you. like when you're gone, the stuff that you're gonna have are the records and the stuff and the songs. Yeah. And uh, I, do you record at home? Like, do you have like equipment and shit? Uh, just demo. I can't record. I don't know anything about that. Uh, drum, yeah, but, guitar and you is easy, but you put a fucking drummer in there, and you need like someone who knows their shit. We've recorded. I mean, my friends have come here. Uh, like Kevin, he's come here and he recorded Melissa and Paul here. Because uh, we wanted that like garage sound. Doesn't sound good here, <laughs> uh, yeah. but yeah, we recorded a lot of stuff here. I don't, I just don't know anything about that end of recording. <laughs> no, I know no, Audacity. To be honest, with you, I'm stoked they were using Audacity because that's all I know. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I was didn't know any of this shit. Like when we started the podcast, Mike was the guy I started with. Uh, the plan was like I would talk a lot more and then like book people and market, and he would do all the tech. And then he left, and I was like, I don't know how to use this mixer. Uh, <laughs> But now I've been learning as I go. Do you want me to normalize this when I bounce it? <laughs> no, no, no. I'll, I can actually. What happens? Audacity is so cool. When I open the MP3, it will be a raw file. So I'll mix them down and then I'll fucking like toy with it and make it sound as good as possible. Cool. Um, well, dude, thank you a hundred times over for doing this. This is so no, great. That was fun. Thanks for making me feel like so something I'm doing is important to someone. <laughs> oh, it, it is important. And yeah, of course. And come back anytime, too. Anytime.
to be with you all.